Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, sweet friends. Welcome, welcome. I am so excited to talk to you today about goal setting, really using this idea of working with our brain to set goals that get results. This will be in two parts um, because, I mean, really, this is like an hour and a half to two hour session that I'm trying to condense down for consumable opportunities for you. So please understand if you happen to be listening to this on the podcast. So you guys know that I um, record videos and put them to my Facebook, but also take the audio and put it as a podcast. Thank you. Um, better use of my time, right? And your time. But if you happen to be listening to this on, at, on the podcast and you are a visual learner, if you want to go to Lies of Courage Facebook page, I have fancy PowerPoint slides in the video. So it's up to you how you listen to this, but the work is the same, sweet friends. And I'm so excited to have this conversation really around goal setting because I think people, let's just be honest, they get it wrong sometimes. <laughs> And I think it's, it's, it's because they care. It's because they want to promise people the world and they want people to believe in their own transformation capabilities. And so sometimes we're fed a ball of lies. <laughs> what, is, what is with me today? But I want to talk to you about goals and really the way that we set goals and, and what it means and how we use our brains instead of for us instead of working against us. So in part one, we're gonna talk about really reflecting on 2021 and preparing the way forward. And part two of this conversation, we are um, going to be talking about 2022 goals. So you will be able to commit in that second class. But just understand that this is the, this is what we've been doing this um, month in the Courageous Life Society, deep into this reflection and deep into the conversation of what do we want this year to mean in our greater life story. And I think so many of us don't take the time, don't take the time to reflect, to consider lessons learned, um, to consider what we want to move forward with, what we want to take with us along the way. And so this is just an opportunity for you to um, look up and look around um, and, and prepare yourself. If you don't know, welcome. Maybe this is the first time. I know last year when I did my goal setting, I got a lot of new listeners. So if you were just meeting me for the first time, I obviously am a podcaster, a coach, uh, a teacher. I run my own coach training program. I'm passionate about helping people understand their brains um, through um, my organization called Lives of Courage. I am a mind manager. I'm a cheerleader. I formerly trained rats in graduate school to learn principles of behavior um, analysis and behavioral modification um, because here's the deal. 
we are not told how to change or we are told we learn things and they're not they're not by people that have studied this work and so i want to offer this information to you as as a tool as a way forward and i want you to hear this that that i believe and let me see if i have a quote Ah, well, I believe that the unexamined life is not worth living, says Socrates. But I also know that if your life is a constant blur of activity, of focus and obligation, of responsibilities, of, of always going, always doing, always performing, as Todd Henry says in this quote that I've added to, embellished on, you are likely to miss critical breakthroughs because you won't have the benefit of pacing and of negative space and of reflection, my addition. What is there will impact your life as much or as more than what is there? And so I think that our opportunity as we move forward in 2022 is to ask ourselves some key questions about 2021. Because I know our brains just want to be done and we want to move forward, but we're going to take all the unprocessed thoughts, all the unfelt feelings, all the limiting beliefs, we're going to take them forward. If we don't get clear, if we don't name it to tame it, right, sweet friends? And so, I believe powerfully in, in this work. I love um, John O'Donoghue, um, who passed away, a poet who passed away very um, untimely, very early. And, and John reminds us that no one has access to the world that we carry within us. We are our custodian we are the world we are its entrance into the world and so our opportunity here in 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 inner journeying in reflection is to see ourselves and to see our lives and as he says when our eyes are filled with wonder the world itself reveals we can see finally right i don't remember the quote i'm gonna be honest i'm just gonna pretend that I remember that when we clear away, we can see with wonder and delight and awe. And the people who only see the dullness of the world is because their eyes have been dulled. When we are filled with wonder, we see the world reveals its wonder to us. And, and we know that life is crazy, that there are responsibilities and deadlines and overwhelm and errands to be run and people, and especially this time of year, right? There's oh, a constant hum or constant blur of activity. There's people to take care of. There's deadlines to be met. And so I believe that if we aren't careful, it's easy to get ourselves worked up into a frenzy, or maybe that's just me and a few people I know. It's easy to get extremely busy. And in that frenzy, in that fury, in that overwhelm, we achieve very little only because we are doing all the things and doing nothing well. I want you to think of the moments in your life 
where you seem to be super busy, and, but you're really spinning your wheels. And you feel at the end of the day that like, what just happened to me? And so I believe it's so imperative, it's important to not only stop, to not only slow down, but to pause and reflect before journeying ahead, right? And it's that idea, what is it that there are two lumberjacks? I love this. And you guys know I make up metaphors because I forget them. There are two lumberjacks and who went into the woods. And I'd be lumberjack A. The first one cut down trees straight through. He was like, I know I'm gonna win, right? I'm gonna cut down the most trees because I never stop. I'm gonna keep going. He saw it and he saw it. And the second one, he would stop at regular intervals. The first guy was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's lazy, he's stopping. He's, I'm, I'm clearly gonna cut down more trees. Obviously, my lumberjacks, and I heard this from someone and I can't remember where, or I would credit them. The, the first guy was like, I know I'm going to have way more trees, right? Than the second guy, because he keeps taking breaks. He was wrong. Because the second guy, when he was taking his breaks, he was sharpening his tool. Would it be an ax? Would it be a saw? I don't know. The second lumberjack person came with more timber more lumber, obviously I'm, I'm stretching here, because he had that sharp, sharp knife. He could be renewed, restored, sharpened, senses could be. So the, the time that it takes to slow down, unwind, to sharpen our brains, to sharpen our tools, we feel we are more productive. We feel more recharged, more ready to take the world on. So I love this idea that reflection provides us breath, an opportunity, that, that to sharpen ourselves through that breath. But reflection also provides us an opportunity for perspective to evaluate what we have accomplished, to understand that when we are in the middle of pursuing our dreams and hitting, like when we, when we see, when we stop, when we hit the pause button, right? We can take stock. We can look around us. Um, I was always um, immensely fascinated by my husband's experience. They own a chili company. I know. Could I say I'm a chili heiress? I'm kidding, obviously. Um, and they have to go into this freezer storage place and take inventory. Like what? How, how do you not know what's in there? Do people go in? It's, it's, uh, it, it, they have to take, get perspective. Do they have sufficient resources, significant reserves? Do they have the progress or like, do they have what they need to progress to the next step or to, to fill the orders for others if they don't have it internally? So many of us don't look around. 
we don't look to see what's around us. Especially, we don't celebrate as well. I think reflection provides us an opportunity to celebrate our, our successes, our victories, how much we sold, right? If we're using, my metaphors have gone awry today. I'm on fire, sweet friends. But if we have sold what we have sold, if we're using the inventory metaphor. And yes, because of negativity bias in our brains, our brains won't let us see. I'm convinced that everybody like, like me, right? I get my clients to do it too, needs to keep a success inventory. Or for, for me, it's like where I've seen God or um, the gratitudes or how I'm experiencing. It's to recognize what is working in my life and how I am being and what I am rewarding because what we focus on grows. So reflection provides us that sense of perspective and of vision. We get to learn, we get to see. And I just wanna say one more thing about perspective before I move myself on to vision. Perspective, we get to learn from our mistakes instead of them just being failures and mistakes. And you guys know I'm super passionate about us changing our relationship with failure. And certain mistakes that we make during our journeys may not appear as lessons. But the more perspective we get, the greater, like we get that, right? The hindsight is 2020. What is it? And we can see our failures as, as, as experiences. What is that Barbara Brown Taylor um, quote? that uh, I used in the last class, last um, podcast, I need darkness as much as I need the light. Lean into those. And then finally, this, this idea of reflection really provides us, where do we want to go? Where we've been doesn't determine where we go. Thank you, Albert Ellis. But without pausing and reflecting, we can't see that vision. When things get crazy, it's easy for us to lose track of where we're going or where we want to go, or even if it, if it's still in line with where we want to go. I get so worked up when people create goals and they're going to hold on them to them for everything they've got. And yes, we should be committed for the long haul, but the work is also in consistent reflection. Does this serve me? And also to not hold on to that vision with a cleansed, closed fist, but to offer it up to divine intervention, to divine guidance, to say, I, I am yours. I am at your will. Use me, mold me. And that is, we, we co-create our goals. We co-create our vision. And so that's the opportunity here. And, and it's like, it's, it's, it's bringing in this idea of like, am I on the right track? Am I in integrity with my journey, with my vision, with my belief, with my hope? with what I know to be true. We always say, how do you live your purpose? It's knowing who you are and whose you are. And that those are combined, right? And reflection provides that opportunity. 
And as much as we need that enthusiasm for pursuing our goals and that focus and that determination, we also need the opportunity to look look up and look around. That's I, I think that is my most um, important thing is that look up and look around. Okay, so I am trying to keep this at 15 minutes. I think I'm over, but here we go. I want you to think about where you've been, the bumps along the way, the, the traffic stops. This is that um, analogy of your driving along the road. And I want you to think about January 1st, 2021 and where you will be on December 31st, 2021. What have you seen? What have you felt? What have you experienced? What have you learned? Where were the stop signs that you wanted to turn around and go back? And maybe you did, and maybe you did some loop-de-loops. I want you to name it, to name it all, because that's where the work happens. So what, these are eight questions, maybe eight. I don't know what's on the next slide. What went well this year for you? State it, tell me. What didn't work for you? Did you reach your goals? Why? Why not? What did you learn in the process about yourself, about your goals, about your vision, about your purpose, about your calling? Because along the way, sweet friends, we learn so much about ourselves. I think the roadblocks are often some of the best, no, I don't think. Our roadblocks, our obstacles, our, the barriers are the best places to dig in and to learn who we are deep inside. So what did you learn this year? And then how did this all work for you? How do you want this all to work for you? What do you want to let go of or leave in 2021? What are you grateful for this year? What were your successes? Write those out. Get super clear about what that looks like and why and why it matters. And do you guys, I, I talked about your, pre, your primitive brain and what it does. And I want you to look at the role of your primitive brain this year. If you have that loud negative Nancy, how did you hear that voice this year? How did you sense your divine understanding and expectation and calling. And where did you hear those voices of I'm not good enough, I don't have what it takes, I'm, right? I, I talk to my clients about the goals they have set for themselves. And oftentimes they say that they don't even want to talk about it. They don't they didn't hit them. They never met them. I need a lot of people that don't want to set goals anymore because they've determined in their brains that they aren't good enough. They've stopped dreaming. They've stopped seeing. They've stopped visioning. They've stopped thinking that they can accomplish anything because they've mis made mistakes in the past. I want you to know that your past does not determine your future. You can change your brain, change your mind right now. Right here, sweet friends. So I want to talk to you really quickly about preparing the way. What do you need to do? I believe that there are five C's of fear. You've heard me talk about this before. Constraints, 
constraints on time, capability, confusion, cash commitment, um, a really fear of failure shows up as capability. I can't do it. I'll probably fail. I, do, I shouldn't do it, right? I don't know what to do. I don't have enough money. I've never been someone who follows through. And let's also talk about this abundance versus scarcity mindset. If we believe that God can accomplish more in an instant than we can in a thousand lifetimes, if we believe in divine intervention, what are we saying if we live from scarcity? If we live from the belief that we aren't enough, so I want to offer this to you, like when we have an idea of like, this is where I don't, I, this is as far as I can go. How do we hold ourselves back? I love this quote by Glenda, the good witch, who while I was on a, a co coaching session for the Courageous Life Society, which is why I crimp my hair again, I'm just going to crimp it for the rest so I can look Glenda-like. Glenda says, you've always had the power, my dear. You just had to learn it for yourself. Also worth sparkles. You've always had the power. Sweet friends, I want you to know that you can do this work. So next um, week, I'm gonna walk you through setting some 2022 goals. But here's the deal. If you need someone to walk with you, in reflecting, walk with you in those questions and you wanna verbally do that, please schedule a session with me. It's never too late, it's never too early, but I don't want you to walk forward into 2021 with mismanaged brain. It's just, or walk forward into 2022, I don't even know what year it is. You are much, your life matters too much and life is too short to do that. Okay, sweet friends, I love you all. Have a great and courageous week. XO, XO. And I've got to stop recording.